Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the newly refurbished TGIA studios here in Salt Lake City, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to have another, in a, the first in a very long time, um, uh, what Mormons believe. Yeah. Yeah. In our in our ongoing series. Yeah. So we're going to be looking at some fun, uh, wacky Mormon beliefs. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've all, got them. It's all very, very but, you know, useful stuff with this with this Mittens Romney character yeah, running and, for and, office. And they're just like any other religion. They've got weird things they believe. You're, yeah, you just might be more used to your neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. So we'll we'll introduce you to ours. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's the worst edition of uh, of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood ever. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Hey, did you do you want to go first or me? Um, well, I can, I can go first. Okay. Um, I have this uh, whole thing. Uh, I came across this this morning um, an article on Salon um, about this. Uh, it, well, the headline says GOP insider colon religion destroyed my party. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, I I, have I often said that. Yeah, and I, I I totally agree with this GOP insider. Um, because I've seen the the Mormon or the Mormonism. <laughs> <laughs> we got Try we got Mormon on out. the brain here, everybody. <laughs> no, the uh, the, um, the 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 Republicanism of my parents in my life mm. time really shift. They were definitely much more sort of. Uh, they were not the religiousy type of Republicans when I right. was right. They kid. were they were pragmatic. Oh, they were pragmatic. They were con- sort of that old timey conservative. Thingy, right. and boy, they've just gone right along with the party as it's as it's changed and shifted um, since the evangelicals have taken over. But anyway, so I read through the article, and there were a couple interesting points. By the way, I do up. I do want to point something out. Mm-hmm. The phrase "GOP insider" mm-hmm. <laughs> could mean anything. It could could just mean a member of the party. Yeah. I'm I'm I. I know plenty of GOP insiders. He's a um, his name is Mike Lofgren. Oh, okay. We do know who it is. It's not yes, some. We, we know it's okay. not an anonymous thingy. Okay. And uh, he is a uh, he's he's worked in like political offices, and he's been sort of a, I think kind of a maybe a strategist or hmm. at least a a political operative. Sure. I think is the the word that gets thrown around a lot with people of his ilk. Imagining that it's. Sort of the uh, within the the upper echelon of the of the GOP somewhere somewhere yeah. in there yeah 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 um, and you know he uh, he brings up certain issues like uh, he says um, if the American people poll more like Iranians and Nigerians than Europeans or Canadians on questions of evolution spiritual <laughs> inerrancy <laughs> and the presence of angels and demons and so forth. It is due to the rise of the religious right. Yeah, and that's and obviously that's that's a, a major issue and something that we well, you know, the, we've talked about it before, but the religious right has gone on a rampage of just like tying things together that aren't tied together, tying their religion to their politics. Those mm-hmm. aren't inherently tied together. Tying, well, right. you know, science to evil. Tying religion to not science. You know, mm-hmm. it's just all of this stuff that doesn't relate to each other. Right. That they have managed to relate to each other, and now they can control everybody's mind because they've just 
forced everybody to accept so much crap that mm-hmm. doesn't even make any sense mm-hmm. that they're just used to like, oh, that doesn't make sense to me, but these guys must know what they're doing. Well, and they've been very effective at creating a religious test mm. that the Constitution yeah. forbids. Oh, yeah. Well, um, because it's not official, it's obviously. Not official. It's not the government saying it, but they right. have created it within their party. You know, the, yeah. there's always the question of what what's this person's religiousness? Yeah. God help a, an atheist Republican. Oh dear God, yeah. You just, you'll get nowhere. Nowhere. Go yeah. ahead and go ahead and run for office. You're not going to get anything. I mean, yeah. at least every now and then, an atheist Democrat gets elected, mm-hmm. but not very often. Not very. Yeah. 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 But whatever. Um, and then he brings up this really interesting. It's not an idea that he invented, but he he talks about the idea of cheap grace. And it's it's meant to be very very derisive and mm. sort of from a religious perspective toward the kind of grace the saved by grace that right. the evangelicals um, sort of use as a as a get out of jail free card right type thing um, and it's um, and it's it's really common amongst the religious base of the Republican Party to subscribe to that version of and that understanding of of grace. Which is what? Okay, so uh, you're familiar with the idea of being saved by grace. Indeed, I am. Okay, so maybe our listeners aren't. And uh, so, so the idea goes something like this: you uh, have a moment in your life where you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Right. That's being saved. Let, let me go back a bit and okay. start with you as a being are inherently flawed and sinful. Sure. Yeah. Start right. with that. Well, because you have, you know, Adam and Eve's, that whole thing. You've inherited right. the, the original sin. Right. And so anyways, um, you, so you're being saved. Um, and from that point on, you are saved according to this sort of cheap grace concept. Ta-da. Where it really doesn't matter. Your, all your, your past sins have been forgiven. Right. But also your future sins are being forgiven as well. As long as you keep professing that you love Jesus and yeah. you're sorry. Yeah. But if you get caught in a moment where you've done something bad, Jesus knows your heart yeah. and you would have come back to him right. and blah, blah, blah. You right. So you're, you're, you, you have this get out of jail free card. Yeah. Right. Jesus is better at saving than Superman. And so anyway, so he's saying that what, what's happened by merging the, um, the religion into the party's sort of how, it, how, how the, the public even responds to its leaders. Right. Right. That they can get away with anything, all things. They, they, they don't have to stand up to the normal standards that we've always Right. Kind of expected of our leaders. They don't have to have any standards. They don't have to have any standards because, and then he goes on and he describes this event in, uh, in last year, uh, in November of 2011, um, where it was, it was this, uh, forum that was sponsored by, uh, religious conservatives in Iowa. Um, all of the GOP presidential candidates, um, that were there, um, were, you know, sort of doing their normal kind of performance for, for the religious group. Hmm. Um, but then they started, um, digging into their past and sort of admitting and confessing to, to, to past sins, indiscretions, indiscretions and whatnot, and how they had like worked through them and this (laughs) and that and whatever. And he's like, and he's like, and most of them, including McCain, 
who was then sort of still, you know, or not McCain, Kane. Oh, Herman Kane. Herman Kane. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, who was still, you know, he was he was doing good there for a he minute. He was in the running. Call. Sure. Um, he he choked up when uh, discussing some bleak midnight. Oh wait, no, no, wait, 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 wait. What is it? Uh, he cho- Oh wait. <laughs> okay, so he he confessed to something in his past. I, I think he had. Didn't, kind he, of didn't he have an affair here. or something? I yeah, there, I was, there was something. something. About that. Um, but he chose not to address the fresh sexual harassment charges that had just been <laughs> laid against him. Really? So, That's weird. So he wasn't, so he was still being very much the politician. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was doing this very religious performance. Yeah. I everybody. think, I think the mea culpa is a, can be a very, a bonding experience if everyone is already on your side. Mm-hmm. And if you make it about Jesus. Yeah. 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 If you're Obama, having a mea culpa about your past is just. It would, would oh, just, it, would, it would just be, you know, throwing gas on the fire. Well, he's not saved because he's Muslim. Right. <laughs> right. He's Muslim. He's, or, and isn't that interesting that they or, keep him and, away from the mechanisms that would force them to have to, because, right. you know, he, he's, what, he, he went to a Baptist church. Right. And even, they, they have this idea of being saved by grace. They have, if you're saved, but even you're if they saved. didn't, even if they didn't have this Muslim thing, what they would have is this activist black preacher guy. He's well, yeah, he's, clear, that, he's but, clearly not a real preacher. He's but this, this isn't real saving. They would always have something, yeah, because they can't let him. Because if he gets be saved, they they that have that kind of Christian. No, no, because then they have to give him the same leeway that they do with anybody else. Yeah. Anyways, that's kind of beside the point and all that. But um, it was it was an interesting read. We should put the the uh, the link up. Yeah. Um, for that. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's obvious. It's no big surprise. It's just interesting to hear somebody actually start say it. saying it. Well, I've got to. You, know? you got to think that the intelligent people in the Republican Party are starting to get really fed up because mm-hmm. they are not allowed to have the integrity that they want to have. Right? They want to believe in principles and in concepts, and instead they're forced to believe in like platitudes mm-hmm. and uh, and. It, and they can't, and no one's allowed to disagree with anybody. Yeah, it's just, it's just we, it's, it's a party line, and anyone who strays from it is rhino, yeah. is Republican in name only, yeah. and gets a well, bunch of crap. I find it just fascinating that Romney has had his rise. Yeah, in the Republican Party, like I, he's like, well, what's but going who on else? There? They tried everybody no, that's else. True. <laughs> they did. They really tried. They really did. They wanted. Anybody but Romney. Yeah. No one wanted Romney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nobody could make it work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's true. This Tea Every- Party thing has just been destroying them. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. The fact that Bob Bennett of Utah got yeah, voted they, out. He was pretty goddamn conservative. Yeah, that's true. They have two two really extreme things happening in their party. One is very religious and the other one is just sort of this uber conservative anti-tax thing, which don't. You draw a Venn diagram of it, and they definitely don't have to overlap very much. Except that the Tea Party is hugely religious, too, and won't stop talking about, like, the Founding Fathers and the Judeo-Christian blah, blah, blah. And they do, I mean, like, everything. Yeah, but it's a different it's kind all just, of, of It's all just a big mush. Isn't it? Yeah, no. are they kind of pulling in a different direction? I don't feel like they are. I feel like they're all just crazy. It's mm. It's all just this mush of, like, no one can have a single thought. That varies from anything. It's just crazy mm-hmm. talk. It's just, ugh, I just want to shoot everybody. That's not true. I don't. 
Well, I, I did have an interesting thought, though, while, while reading the article. Which oh, good. Was, you had an interesting thought. <laughs> which is, um, did, um, does, did this strange thing... I mean, they obviously did not... They went through the whole process and waited a really long time before lining up behind Romney. Right. But did it actually... Did did the involvement of religion at the level that they've that they have actually create a mechanism where a Mormon could conceivably be a candidate for president? Because they've actually there, there's a certain <laughs> amount of discourse that they, that is sort of allowed and accepted and and whatnot. Sure, that's an interesting. Th- I don't know because clearly for the longest time, these same evangelicals, these same people would reject were rejecting Mormonism oh, sure. out of hand as a sure. cult. But it, but they, at the same time, they've created a place in their party and in their political <laughs> system that allows people to talk about Mormonism yeah, and to say, well, it's really not that weird. You know what it is? It's just the, the <laughs> cognitive dissonance of like the only pl- plausible character that they have to run against Obama happens to be Mormon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Suddenly they, ha- sure. they had to. That's huge. Oh, excuse of me. It. They had to justify it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Huh. Well, speaking of Mr. Romney, oh, uh, you know that last week he was he was in uh, he was on his his wildly successful world tour. Oh yeah, yeah, just yeah. just which, totally unqualified which, success. Which is this is, this is funny. I I I can't even. I need to find it again. I found this wonderful graph that um, charted out um the number of electoral votes based on current polling uh-huh. that a candidate that the candidates have had over the last forever right, right? um and then compared they also showed like prior election cycles uh-huh. um and it is pretty amazing because obama after his um little uh tour mm-hmm. his before he got elected right the the one that he did like germany and like huge amazing response and everything sure um i mean it wasn't like he got a post trip bump or anything um but, but he did but, well but he did well and uh his his everything kind of he didn't there was try movement to like, give after him a massage there was some movement Angela up Merkel and all that kind of stuff yeah. um romney is low and it just kind of, it's it's in one of those worst slumps. <laughs> it was because cool. everybody and it's done that, absolutely nothing. Everybody that like, wants to support him is just like, really? Yeah, they're just trying. They're literally just their fingers are in their ears, their eyes are closed, and they're just going la 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 la. Tell me when it's over. <laughs> la 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 la. Oh my god, it's amazing. It, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk about one. One of the many gaffes that he mm-hmm. that he had on this wildly explosive tour of his, mm-hmm. and this was when he was in Israel, which is a very you know he has to go there. He has to try and make it's one of the few places where he's actually trying to separate himself from Obama because oh, yeah. his politics and Obama's politics are so close on right. so many points. Right, but on Israel. Obama is trying to actually be reasonable, like on a world scale, mm-hmm. and say, you know, we have to go for this two party or this two this two state solution. We mm-hmm. have to, you know, we 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 got to be reasonable about this. And he's calling on the Israelis to stop their their settlements and stuff, which is all very reasonable and all very correct, but pisses off Jews, right? And then uh, so Romney's out there, and he is working very hard. To uh, make sure that he says 
no, Israel gets to do whatever they want and fuck all the rest of the world. You heard his little comment about uh, about how Israel's succeeding more because they have a, a yeah. culture, because their yes. culture is uh, is better able to succeed. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah my he's, God. he's a gem. Anyway, so what I wanted to mention was that he um, he so he schedules a you know because the uh, the Jews they're kind of famous for having a lot of money. Oh yeah, and uh, and and Israel's certainly no no slouch in the in that respect. So mm-hmm. he goes to uh, to do a a fundraiser. He schedules a fundraiser in Israel. That's distasteful to me. I don't care who you are. I don't care what party you're in. If Obama, if I, you know, like no one, you should not be going to a foreign country and doing a, a and, and trying to raise money. Uh, that, that I may know be it true. happens a lot, but that's just that's shit. Nobody should do that. Yeah, that may be true. Um, anywho, anywho. Um, so yeah, this was going to be a fifty thousand dollar a plate uh, fundraiser. Not no small change. Um, he scheduled it on Tisha B'av. That's B apostrophe A V, which is a Jewish day to mourn the victim and the Holocaust and the destruction of the first temple, first and second temple of Jerusalem. Give me money. It's a pretty important <laughs> day to these people. <laughs> and literally, and what's really funny is that it's not a gaffe in the sense that they didn't know and they just scheduled it anyway. They knew, oh and they just. And this is a day of fasting. You have to understand, they're not supposed to fast. They're supposed to fast on this day. Oh, my God. And he schedules this fundraising meal. And they said, they said, uh, $50,000. They were, that Romney's campaign well, they- was hoping, uh, that a small meeting and they were hoping for a small meeting and a big fundraiser and that that wouldn't offend the Israeli supporters. And, uh, it said, like apparently the invitation that went out said dietary laws will be observed because they close restaurants on this day. Like every by by Israeli law, you they don't eat so on this day. What kind of meal is it? <laughs> I think it's like so refreshments will not be served until after the fast is the idea. So they wait for sundown. Yeah, or something, something like that. But the Israelis were like, um. Yeah, it's not really about the food issue so much as it is about we're remembering the Holocaust, you fucktard. So, no, so oh, they, wow. they, the campaign ended up canceling that little that little dude. What? Yeah, they didn't get to have the party. No cordon bleu for... <laughs> Thanks for ruining everything, Jews. <laughs> it's a lovely little party that he planned for you. That's too To bad. give him money. And you ruined it. Ruined it. Oh. I know. It's sad. Well. You guys should nice. all feel really bad for Mittens on that uh, one. He's just. He's, His life is hard. He has a hard life. He, he, yeah. He has to try and, like, work that plastic face of his into a smile more often now. <laughs> which looks painful. I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but every time I see him smile, it looks like it hurts him a little bit. It's mm-hmm. like when... Uh, when Wolverine has to get the claws out, yeah, it hurts, it hurts. every time. Every time, but, but he, he has, has to do to. it. He has to. It, it's no choice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, poor, poor Mitt Romney. Did I just compare Mitt Romney to Wolverine? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's a good comparison. I don't know that. I don't it's know not. how far you can take that one. Well, I think you have, you better stop right there. <laughs> okay, we'll leave it the, at that. That, that. That's where it's going. We'll to. leave it at that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, in Russia, 
Ooh, Russia. Um, From Israel to Russia. Israel to I'm Russia. I'm imagining one of those like shots of in the movies of a plane with a dotted line following it for going from oh, Israel. To I was Russia. imagining sort of the last scene from Fiddler on the Roof <laughs> when they're like, "Next year in Jerusalem, the Holy Land. Next year in Jerusalem." <laughs> um, so it's like the reverse of that. Anyways, with Topol singing. Yeah. Okay, go on. <laughs> okay. Um, so, have you heard of the band Pussy Riot? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I have, but okay, only good. because of this incident. Okay. Uh, well, in Russia, um, there's a um, there's a, a, a band. A girl, I, I, I a girl just, punk band. Yeah, I was just trying to work through like a Yakov Smirnoff. Um, <laughs> in, in, Russia, in Russia. In Soviet Russia, <laughs> punk band is girls. I don't, no, that's not a no. joke. There's no joke there. Yeah, okay, sorry. That's why I didn't do it. I said I was trying to work it out. But At Fast Western, we have punk band. Anyway. Wow, now we're going 80s. I'm going back. Yeah. We're going back to a, a comic that just doesn't even exist anymore. And then a an ad campaign that he did back in like circa 87. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Um, so Sorry, young listeners. They, um, they had a punk prayer against uh, Putin. Right, which turned out um, to be, I heard a little bit of it. It turned out to be just a punk rock song sung at the altar. Sure, of a it's, church. It's in quotes, punk prayer. Right, okay, against him at Moscow's main cathedral, um, and uh, they've been in in jail since then, yeah. waiting trial. They were in some hot water. Um, they're the, tr- the 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 charges against them are um, hooliganism driven by. <laughs> Quote, religious hatred. Yeah. Okay. So having a hard time with that. Do you, but, do you remember when, why they, why they did it? Um, well, was it, it was like right after the elections before he was about to step back to power. They were protesting right? the, the role of the church in government. I oh, believe. that's right. I yeah, believe yeah, yeah, that no, that's you're right. Idea. You're totally right. Yeah. Um, and so anyways, um, I guess part of the song says, um, um, Virgin Mary drive Putin away. All this kind of stuff. So, anyways, what controversial lyrics out of a band with a name like Pussy Riot? Yeah, that just seems wrong. So, but controversial. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. At a church. Absolutely. Okay. It against was meant po- to be against a political leader. The whole idea okay. was to be controversial. Well, <laughs> of course, it's Russia, so they were able to actually charge them with something, right? Um, because they spoke out against uh, Putin. Um, but he said that um, he, he he says that the, the punishment should not be too severe, um, That's right. and that the stunt was no good, and uh, but it would have entailed a much tougher punishment for its participants had they performed it at a holy site in Israel, or even death if they had done it in some Muslim site in Russia's North Caucasus region. So he's saying, look how much better we are yeah, than the Jews yeah. and the Muslims. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he, oh, look at the high road you can take, <laughs> Vladimir. Well done. You're, you're, <laughs> you are a little dickens here, oh. aren't you? And he also suggested that they had already learned their lessons and <laughs> mustn't face an especially tough punishment. Yeah, already learned their lessons because they've been in jail for weeks now. This happened like in March. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's months. They've been in jail for months. I think they've already learned their lesson in part because that jail is like guarded by Putin's guards. I'm sure that they've been beating the shit out of these girls. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 
But it's, but that's nice of Putin to look like the hero. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Well, apparently, I guess the courts in uh, in Russia um, have no backbone whatsoever, and so they just do whatever. In, told any them. kind of sort of comment like that in the media is always viewed as a message to the courts to um, to be lenient. Yeah, and so they're they're thinking that that pussy riot might. Might actually get be off okay. Easy. Might yeah. actually not be. Wait a second. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, sorry, guys, that was totally unintentional. I do like the idea of a a band called Pussy Riot. I I want everybody buy their album. Are they on iTunes? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. support I don't know. Pussy cool. Riot. I want a shirt that says "I support Pussy Riot." Cool. Can I have that? Go for it. I'm gonna make that. You should do that, Dan. Okay. Okay. Um. Mississippi mm -hmm. is a state in the United States of America. Unfortunately. Have you heard of that? Uh, yes. Yeah. And they, uh, they have in that state black folks. Yeah. They have a number of them. They have a large <laughs> population of African Americans. It's safe to say a higher population than the state of Utah, for instance. That's safe to say. For example. Yes. For, yes. Which is one of the, the whitest of the states. In yes. The, in the United States. Yes. Anyway. Uh, that is changing, but it's still pretty white. So I guess it was surprising to me when I read that a uh, a black couple was refused uh, marriage in a white in a church. That surprised you? Because, yeah, yeah, in this day and age. <laughs> you haven't been to Mississippi, have you? Well, I think they attended the church. <laughs> oh, they did? Or something. Wait a minute. What? They were... Uh, so was it were they rejected on grounds of race? Yes, specifically that. Matter of fact, the pastor said uh, that uh, and they were that both everybody black. that there was an uprise. Yes, there was an uprise uh, in in the congregation because they didn't want to see the couple married there. Uh, this was according to the uh, to Stan Weatherford, who's their pastor. This was had not had never been done here before, so it was setting a new precedent, and there was and there was those who reacted to that. I don't want to have a controversy within the church, and I don't want controversy to affect the wedding of Charles and Ta Andrea. Ta Andrea, I wanted to make sure their wedding day was a special day. He reportedly said he apparently still conducted their wedding just at a different church. <laughs> And he's the leader of yeah. this congregation, yeah. so to speak. And apparently only because he just caves to whatever his parishioners... Whatever were. racist. Yeah. I mean, well, I know well, that obviously racism still exists in this country, and probably especially in the southern states of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of racism. But yes. my God, really? We're yeah. still to the point where a church... Well, I mean... I thought Tiger Woods had taken care of some of this with his, you know, being allowed to play golf in clubs where they didn't allow black folks to play golf. I thought we had all just sort of acknowledged that we're letting black folks into the white things now. But we're not? Mm -hmm. I guess not. Depends on where you are. Oh, my God. It was, it's, I don't know why I'm surprised. I don't know why. I sh maybe I shouldn't be. But I really did think we were past that. Yeah. I mean, it made the news. Oh, yeah. Well that's so, a good sign. So yeah, at least there's that. At least at least it came into my radar that this is that this is a thing that's ab abhorrent enough that somebody noticed it and made yeah. national news out of it. Yeah. But my God, 
Yeah. Mississippi, um, I mean, granted, I've only ever really driven through it and haven't spent tons of time there. Been to a couple uh, plantation home. I've done some plantation home tours uh-huh. because they're they're kind of cool to right. check out. Um, but yeah, Mississippi. It's mm. you. It ooh, yeah. It's a tough place racially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just I I the fact that race is still that big an issue to me. This late in the game, it's just, it, you know, it just oh. takes, it, what it points to is that it takes a long time for these issues to fully oh, yeah. work And there are certain points, I mean, because like, you know, if you're, if you know for a fact that your neighbors feel the same way mm. or that they don't object. Right. If you feel that you if can you feel safe with impunity. Exactly. Then it's going to last for a while because you're going to be saying it around your kids. Right. You're going to be saying it around your neighbor's kids. Yeah. Like... And it, it's just going to stay in those areas for a long while. It really is. It's, it's so disappointing, though. I mean, it'll probably be easier to be gay in Mississippi in 10, 20 years than it will be to be African-American. No. Yes. No, because yes. because African-American, the whole race things had longer to play out. The gay thing will still be no, brewing. Be, no, because the gay issue moves quickly because everybody ends up with somebody in their family who's gay. Oh, and they have to true. wrestle with it sooner no, or later. It's not, it's not like a black baby pops out every now and then in a white family. <laughs> no. Yeah, that doesn't happen. So... Or if it does, then it's yeah. you know it's because there's a black person that's been introduced into that. But a gay right. baby can just pop up. You, you yeah, you adopt you adopt a black child right. if you're in white Mississippi. Actually, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I bet you don't. <laughs> I bet you just don't. Actually, I was going to go someplace where I was like, oh well, huh, there might be a joke at the end of the sentence, and I was like, no, nope. there's really not. Nope. So, <sighs> moving on. Yeah. From Dan's ignorance about how bad the race situation still is in America. <laughs> well, speaking of the whole gay thing, um, have you heard about the this the Eagle Scouts? How this has started to become a thing of gay supporting and former gay Eagle Scouts um, sending back their medals to the BSA? No. The Boy Scouts of America? Yeah, I can see why they would be doing that. Yeah, it started... Um, I, I first became aware of it maybe... A, couple weeks ago mm. there was something going around on facebook and uh it was just sort of a, a gay ally type yeah and uh and he he posted the letter mm. that he had, had had sent in great on the facebook and it went all over the place and i liked it yeah so i liked it good um and uh you know way to it, way it, to participate yeah well hello <laughs> of course of course i do i'm totally a clicktivist um <laughs> And, uh, so I, but it got me thinking a little mm. and then the thought went away as that happens, <laughs> as that, you know, tends to happen, um, about sort of, because I'm an Eagle Scout yeah, and I'm I was gay. Gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you still have your medals somewhere. It's somewhere. That's the problem is that it's in Oklahoma somewhere, you know, you can still write a letter. House. That would be Oh no! To my to the BSA. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, then, not you, hey, dear mom and dad. Could you send me my Eagle Scout <laughs> stuff? I'm gonna send it back. Yeah, I doubt they would really. Well, they'd have it belongs to me. Yeah, so they, I, they something should. tells me they wouldn't look too hard. Yeah, sorry, couldn't find it, son. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, like everything else that's mine that's at their house. Right. It's either been thrown away or they can't, <laughs> they can't find it. Right. Um, and so, um, so anyways, I, I've really been thinking about it. And hmm. I think I, I, I think it's time. Yeah. Um, I already, I mean, of course I already had issues with the BSA because, right. I, you know, um, they tend to be pretty conservative and I'm not. Right. They tend to be really over the top patriotic and I'm not like jingoistic. They're jingoistic. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I have um, no problem with patriotism if you can find a decent definition for that, but jingoism I have a problem yeah. with. Um, and then there's the whole religious thing, right? It's yeah. a pseudo religious organization. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, they traditionally don't let atheists, right. You know, participate. Yeah. Um, because you know, they, they, all the oaths and whatnot. Have yeah. I don't know that they don't them. let, but, they, they do. Don't. They, they really. They officially don't. Oh, okay. Well, uh, fuck especially you then, especially on the assholes. on the participant level, they don't because the kids have to like pledge oaths. Yeah, to, well, like, God and country, and on my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country. And blah, blah, to blah. obey the Scout Law, right? Yeah, and they have laws. Yeah, <laughs> yep, they do. And so, um, so yeah, I'm thinking it might be just about time. Yeah, to 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 officially make a statement and. I have a whole bunch of like merit badges, but I, I never got near. You should send those in. You should just be like, (laughs) (laughs) to whom it may concern. I I I was was a terrible scout. I don't, I never gave a shit about your organization. Even when I was in it, I had a lot of fun doing it, but I hereby retract all that fun. Take these back. Here's my citizenship in the community badge. (laughs) Although yours were probably like. Ski, swimming skiing and, and underwater basket weaving aviation i got my aviation merit badge maybe like indian lore <laughs> no no that would have required me caring about something oh. anything where it was a fun activity or that somebody else had planned for me to do i could i would get it oh hey yeah. but if it was like if it was up to me to do it or to like do any kind of research or anything yeah that doesn't earn you an eagle no badge Anyways, so yeah, um, I just thought I'd make that kind of announcement and bring the issue up yeah. and mention it to our listeners. I would support there's any, a few out there. I would support any of you sending a big fuck you to Lord Baden Powell. Oh hell yeah! Go ahead and go ahead and 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 post it. I like the posting it on the Facebook because yeah. just sending it to them, they're gonna just shred it and they don't mm-hmm. care. But if you post it on Facebook, then it makes it's a big, big a much bigger statement. Yeah, and if you write a good enough letter. Then it might go viral. Who knows? And then you're responsible for something going viral. And then, yeah, and then you'll be asked onto Nightline. Yes, and they'll make you look bad, rude. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, the Boy Scouts of America. Boo! I don't, I don't know. Boo! Organization. It's, I had so much fun. It's, it was, although I got to say, it's it's so much better than like my sister who was in the Girl Scouts was always so jealous of the Boy Scouts because we always did so much more fun things. Did she do proper Girl Scouts or did she do Mormon? No, girl it was like, stuff. It was like Girl Scouts. Oh, okay. She was in the so girl she did Scouts. like the whole brownies thing, and uh-huh. all that sold cookies. But, but like she she I, she never got really into the cookie thing. Oh, she, okay. I think she did that once. And, oh. then, and that was like this half-hearted sort of thing. Yeah. But like, you know, I'd go camping for 10 days in a on a, you know, some backpacking trip across the mountains and she would like make puppets. <laughs> so she felt bad about that. 
I think they went camping sometimes. All right. Uh, at TGI. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There what? is Do you have more? another one? Yeah. What? There is more. You started. Oh, hey. I see what you have to do. Okay. Franklin just totally jumped the track for a second. Well, you could have let me uh, just do a shout out about it and then okay, get go. into your thing. Okay, no. Go. No. Okay. Fine. I'm going to do my thing and then we'll. Oh, Frank's staring off mad. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Uh, I, okay, we'll make it quick, though. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to note a national tragedy that oh, occurred. Oh, no. What happened? Um, I'll just use the, the words of Representative Mike Kelly mm. from Pennsylvania. Oh, dear God. Uh, I quote, I know in your mind you can think of the times America was attacked. Mm-hmm. One is December 7th. That's Pearl Harbor Day. Oh, yeah. The other is September 11th, -hmm. and that's the day the terrorists attacked. Mm -hmm. And I want you to remember August 1st, 2012. I don't remember what happened. The attack on our religious freedom. Oh. That is a day that will live in infamy along with those other dates. What happened? What happened, Dan? I I was unaware of uh, some foreign attack on our religion. How could you... You are just not a good American. That is the day <laughs> the good, loving, religious Americans were forced. What? Forced, I tell you. What? To, <laughs> to allow their, their, uh, their insurance companies to <laughs> offer birth control <laughs> with no copay to women. Oh, no, come on. That's what he's making us think about. <laughs> you got Pearl Harbor. Everybody remember that? You got your September 11th. And then you got the Birth day control. The day they dropped the pill. Oh no. <laughs> That's funny. Holy shit. Like what the fuck is he doing? This guy's a little he he yeah. might need a reality check. Representative Anne-Marie Burkell of New York called the mandate the largest assault we've seen on the First right. Amendment rights in the history of our country. What's the name? Uh, Marie, Anne-Marie Burkell. Oh, it's a woman. It's yeah. a woman. I made a sexist mistake there. <laughs> nope. The largest assault we've seen on First Amendment rights in the history of our country. Uh, Steve Pierce from New Mexico said mm-hmm. it's outrageous that this administration believes it's within their power to force people to violate their right of religion if it interferes with this administration's agenda. Are they, like, forcing these pills down people's throats? Not only that, but do they not remember that Congress actually voted this in? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't just the president. This was their body oh that agreed God. to this. It is amazing, the rhetoric that's coming out of, like, allowing women... To have birth control. Mm. It's it, it's crazy talk. Yeah. Nobody's forcing anybody to do anything except no. cover it if someone wants it. Yeah. Reli- and then, and then the, of course, the Democrats did put a little bit of a smackdown, which was nice. Oh. Because they, they don't always have any, you know, backbone. Yeah. What did they say? Uh, oh, there was actually Daniel Inouye... I don't know how to say his name. He's a senator, so he's a little bit more. Uh, he's a little bit smarter than the House of Representatives. <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly he how that just works. Knew more people. 
Anyway, uh, he's a senator from Hawaii. Oh, okay. And he said that he, he talked about how he witnessed the attacks on Pearl Harbor and fought for the United States in World War II. And clearly he's an old guy. That guy is old. Yeah. And he's still... He's still a senator. Wow. From okay. Hawaii. He's what did he say? What did he say? Well, he just said that uh, uh, he found the comments from the congressman from Pennsylvania to be misguided and insulting. It is nonsense to suggest that a matter discussed, dis- debated, and approved by the Congress and the President is akin to a surprise attack that killed nearly 2,500 people and launched our nation into the Second World War, or a terrorist attack that left nearly 3,000 people dead and led to fighting and dying in Afghanistan and Iraq. But Dan, yeah, what about all those unborn babies? <laughs> How do we count them? They never even had a chance to gestate. To be, to, so they could be counted. They couldn't even... You can't count the number of babies, that of eggs that weren't fertilized. You, because you literally can't, you can't count Right. Them. Right. Exactly. Oh, it's, terrible. it's terrible. There is a holocaust <laughs> happening in the wombs of America. A pillocost. <laughs> a fetal cost. Holo, um, holo, well, uh, holocaust a zygo, is, a holo, is, is, is a hologram. Is a f- burned by fire, right? Oh. Holocaust? Isn't that what it means? I've never had the... I've never actually bothered that's, to look That's it why up. people like the word Shoah instead of Holocaust. They've just never been able to get it to catch on. Oh, okay. So you like the the American Shoah Institute mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think is something that... Something sure. Okay. Holocaust. Holocaust. A holocaust is is being burned by fire. Look it up, Dan. I'll I'll look, look it, it up. up right now. Fine. Look it up. I'll I'll fill time by saying look it up. Descru- okay, so number one, destruction or slaughter on a mass scale. Okay. Uh number two, Jewish a Jewish sacrificial offering that is burned completely on an altar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's yeah. kind of rude to yeah, call this, it the Holocaust. You don't want to use like a sac- yeah, that's a terrible yeah. name. Yeah. Bad bad name. Bad name, people. Well, that was poorly done on on everyone's part. My guess is it wasn't a Jew. I, my guess is it, it, it was. It's a Jewish word. Somebody, <laughs> no, some Jewish rabbi, like innocently put it into a speech that this is a burning of our people. Well, or we whatever. don't. We don't know how it happened. Well, I'm just theorizing. Okay, all right. And then and then someone took it out of context, and then somebody else <laughs> took it even further out of context, and sure. now and right. now all it means is that everybody gets killed. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Crazy. Hey, what was that thing that you started to at say before? TGI Atheist on Facebook and Twitter. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or. Or the phone number? Yeah. Yeah, the voicemail. You can call us at. Now he's looking at me. 424-666-8442. Wow, you just plowed through that stuff. Yeah, because we should. Okay. <laughs> you can get in touch with us. This is a, with these are the stuff. These are the ways that you would get in t- in contact with us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, going into this break, we got a we got a little bit of a of a, f- a fun little uh, philosopher, one Mister Sam Harris. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many of you are aware of him. Mm-hmm. I kind of like him personally. Um, I'm not sure what the event is that he's at, but he's uh, he's talking to uh, the folks. Yeah. About uh, mittens. Yeah. All and, right. And his Mormonism. Let's hear it. Uh, I would consider the, the unique features of Mormonism, which may play some role in the next presidential election. Mormonism, it seems to me, objectively, is just a little bit more idiotic than Christianity is. 
It, it, it has to be. It is Christianity plus some very stupid ideas. <laughs> For instance, the Mormons think that Jesus is going to return to earth and administer his thousand years of peace at least part of the time from the state of Missouri. <laughs> now, why does this make Mormonism objectively less likely to be true than Christianity? Because what, whatever probability you assign to Jesus' coming back, you have to assign a lesser probability to his coming back and keeping a summer home in Jackson County, Missouri. <laughs> Mitt Romney, if he wants to be the next president of the United States, should be made to feel the burden of our, of our incredulity. We can make common cause with our Christian brothers and sisters on this point. Just what does the man believe? The world should know about it, and it is almost guaranteed to be embarrassing even to most people who believe in a biblical God. Hmm. Mr. Harris. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's... Okay, so let's talk about your re your reaction the first time you heard this. Well, because I think I, it's right. I um, it it feels like how like when somebody starts picking on your sibling, <laughs> right? You're like, no, 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 no. You're like, yeah, he's a dumb turd, but he, I get to. Call but he's him a my dumb turd. Back off. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I kind of feel like uh, I kind of feel weird. <laughs> I get defensive about it. I really do, and yeah, and this goes back. I got, I've got experience with this of like, you know, I used to wait tables, and right. uh, and you know that's how I got through college, and spent a couple of years after college doing it as yeah. well, and um, you know there was the last place I worked was um, right next to the Salt Lake Convention Center, well a block away right. from the convention center, and so we all we would have, you know. A pretty steady stream of out of towners right. coming through the restaurant. And, you know, most people were fine, but there would just occasionally be this just asshole <laughs> dick who felt like they could say, you know, whatever. And once they figured out that I was mildly sympathetic, right, um, that you weren't pro Mormon, that, that I wasn't pro, pro Mormon, um, you know, they, they would really let loose about, you know, a lot of the local culture and this and that, and really coming from a very uninformed right. angle and all that kind of stuff. And, and I, um, you know, I, I really, um, I feel like I have a really good reason not to like Mormons, right? but, but they were, a lot of those people were just being dicks. Right. Exactly. I, th I think that that's funny. It's, you know what? These, they may be, they may believe in some stupid, stupid things, mm -hmm. but but we get to talk. We, <laughs> no, I, I, no, no. Yeah, well, and I, the thing is, the thing is that Sam Harris is very informed about it. Yes, and so and so to some extent. But yeah, yeah. no. I it personally just feels a I little know, weird to hear it, a non a non Mormon or a non former Mormon. We're, we're used to the way that ex Mormons in Utah make fun of Mormonism, right? And it's very much from an insider's perspective. Or, or even non-Mormons who, who grew who, up in Utah. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. Because that's a, a very – that's an almost insider perspective. Right. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had a very – you know, and a lot of their beefs are, are completely 100% legitimate. Totally. Um, but, yeah, you know, when somebody else comes along and, and just starts kind of – Swinging at the the, the low hanging fruit, yeah, <laughs> you know. Like, although I gotta say, I I feel less offended by 
Sam Harris's comments than, oh, I, yeah. than no. I do by and, the and, audience laughing uproariously at him. Oh, yeah. Because I can guarantee you they don't know what he's talking about entirely. Oh, it's the first time they've heard any of the Missouri stuff. Right, exactly. You know? Um, and you know, I also like that he's playing the odds of the resurrection. Yeah. He's like, well, okay. So if the odds are this, then we got to take the odds even lower than they're this and this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, they're not really how it works, but I mean, because it's all, I mean, I think (laughs) there's no probabilities. I think you do have to take all religion at the same, you know, (laughs) address it with the same perspective, which is, it's all fucking ridiculous. Right. And and it's all completely improbable and right. implausible, or, or, and or it's all hokum unless it's not. So the so it's not a, a deal of probabilities. It's right. like it's like a deal of like it's either it's it's binary. It's either yes or no, and it's no. I think as soon as it's yes, then it's about which one. It has to be. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is, each thing is an either yes or a no. It's not a probability. Like this one's more oh, probable than that right, one. Right, right, this one's more yeah. probable than no, that no, one. No, what no. I'm saying is that all of them oh, you have yeah, to take you... on a one, on a yes or a no basis. Yeah. And uh, because no, it, no it, would be the correct answer, right? Because if it is yes on any of them, you do have to take the bullshit along with it. Yeah, you got to take it all. It's, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't matter that it's going to be in Jackson right. County, Missouri. That's just where it's going to be. Exactly. And yeah. so if you're if you're a believer of the Book of Mormon or whatever, which we're going to get to in a minute. We are. We're going to, you know, we're saying all of this and then we're going to get right to making fun of the Mormons. Um, so, no. And well, I really, we have the right. We have the also, right. Also, Dan, I didn't want to make that big of a deal about it either. Like, right. it, was, it was just kind of a funny observation that, that, oh, totally. that, that that's what I, I'm not. I hope that nobody is thinking that I'm saying that only Mormons and ex-Mormons have any right to make fun of Mormons. Right. No, no, no. Please. Let loose. If yeah. you find something, which you will, you don't have to look very hard. No. Okay. You can barely scratch. The, it's obviously something that I need to get over. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm the, it, it actually, what it shows is that even though I don't believe one bit of it, there's still something about the culture that I must. You're protective of. That I'm somewhat protective. Well, there's yeah. also, I, I do want to say that the, the most salient point in the clip we just played for me is Harris saying that mittens should be made to feel the weight, the full weight of our incredulity. Oh, yeah. Which doesn't happen in this country. No. But should. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do wish that that we that we did that for all of our politicians in uh, in, in terms of their, their belief systems. Absolutely. I think we need to do that. Yeah. So now it's time for What Mormons Believe. Bum, ba-dum, bum. In which, and <laughs> today's version, today's episode, today's... What? What do we call these? Installment. I yes. like installment. There you go. Today's okay. installment of what Mormons believe is about Jesus Christ. Yes. And, you know, you've heard a lot about Jesus Christ, probably. You, have you heard the, the message? Have you heard the good news? Have you heard the good news about Jesus Christ? Um, what you may not know about Jesus is okay so you've heard about his birth oh oh yeah you've heard about we all get candy about his death oh yeah we also get candy for that yeah uh well that's his resurrection oh we get candy for it's one and the same yeah for me well okay fine um and uh so but there's those um let's let's think about it for a second there are um wait a second so there's First of all, this is something we're not going to really talk about. But there's three days, if you'll recall, right? 
Right. When Jesus like he's died. In the tomb. He's in the tomb. Where did, his, where did his spirit go? In, Do you know the answer to this one, Dan? When he when he was in the tomb? When he was in the for tomb. Three days? What was Jesus really up to? Pinochle. No. Oh. He was I believe he was playing a game of spiritual pinochle. No. Okay. Do you know what he was doing? What I'm just he? curious. Uh by Mormon theology? Uh huh. I, I I don't think I've heard that. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So during the three days between the his death and, and the resurrection, uh-huh. he was in uh the spirit world teaching yeah. the gospel <laughs> to all the dead folk who hadn't had a chance to hear it. Oh wow, he just gets right to work, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. guy he is yeah. industrious. Yeah. Yeah. That- <laughs> he, well for, first, if I remember right, he went up and he said hi to dad. Well, you would. Yeah. You and then he was like, well, I got to get to work. Yeah. He's and then like, he goes over and he starts teaching in the spirit <laughs> kingdom. And then when all is said and done, he goes back, gets resurrected. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what happens after that? Um, like any smart person who's just been through a lot, he goes on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he heads to Mesoamerica. He, he heads to South America. <laughs> For a lovely tropical vacation. Oh, yes. So if you've had the the pleasure of reading the Book of Mormon. Oh, my God. Um, or even just seeing a copy of one, you'll notice on the front of it, it says, The Book of Mormon, Another Testament of Jesus Christ. It does indeed. And that whole Another Testament of Jesus Christ, you're like, well, what the hell is this book that, if you know anything about the story, it's all about Jewish people in the Americas. <laughs> it, it is about former Israelites. <laughs> Who have gotten on a boat uh-huh. and managed to make to wend their way to the Americas. Yes. Which is where the engines come from. Which they, yes, are modern day. Are modern day Native Americans. Or First Nations. Or First Nations people. Yes. Are, are those people of the, of, of Israeli, uh, of, of Israelite descent. Yes. These are, these are Book of Mormon people. Yes. They're, they're Lamanites. <laughs> Descendants of Lamanites. Of Lamanites, right. Anywho. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, he heads to to America. The Jesus does. Yeah. Um, um, we should... We should... Should I read some scripture? Yes, let's do. Uh, you should know that what was happening in, in the Americas... Mm. Uh, now, mind you, these people have been in the Americas for... Since, like, 600 BC. Yeah, they've been there, like, 633 years. Yes. So, they've been there a while. Yeah. Uh, and they've had a they, goodly amount of time. And they've had, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, God in their lives. They've had religion. They, oh, yeah. Yeah. They've, they're uh, they're they've, religious folk. They've been in communication with, uh, you they know, have, they they've have, had prophets. They have prophets. They mm-hmm. know, they, you know, they know their religion. Uh, so, so, well, but what you, you do have to remember though, because I, I see where you're going with this. Um, they had fallen into some pretty dark times. This is where we're going. Yeah. Okay. They were, uh, everything was bad. Yeah. It was just, a, they had gone shitty. Yeah. Everything had taken a sharp left yeah. into shittiness. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, darkness, darkness always means there was, uh, there was literally quote, um, where are you reading? Uh, now I'm in third Nephi. A lot of this is going to be from third Nephi, which is weird. Nephi is the, is, is the name of a guy who's in the book of Mormon. And the first two books of the book of Mormon are first and second Nephi. Mm-hmm. And then there's a shit ton of other books that cover hundreds of years. And then suddenly third Nephi comes up and yeah, fourth different, Nephi, different, but yeah. it's a different guy. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, and and thus were the howlings of the people great and terrible because everything had gone. Because there were tempests and earthquakes and fires and whirlwinds and physical Ooh. upheavals. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I'm reading the chapter heading now of chapter eight, third Nephi chapter eight. Oh wow! Um, okay. The physical upheavals attest the crucifixion of Christ. So on one side of the world, a guy gets nailed to a cross, and on the other side of the world. All hell breaks loose, loose with the weather. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, that stuff. And those who remain, uh, there is uh, there is uh, uh, weeping and wailing, and literally, well, not weeping and wailing. It's uh, yeah, tearing of hair and gnashing of teeth and all that sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, there was great destruction on the face of the earth. Yeah, um, howlings of the people, great destroyed, and terrible, destroyed. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed these cities were. And can I go through some of the names of the cities? Oh, I wish you would. Okay. So it starts, uh, I'm looking at chapter, 3rd Nephi chapter 9, verse 3. Uh-huh. Um, Behold that great city, Zarahemla. Zarahemla. Beautiful mm. Zarahemla. Mm-hmm. Uh, have I burned with fire and the inhabitants thereof? Oh, that's Aww. sad. And behold that great city, Moroni. Have I caused to be sunk into the depths of the sea if you, and the inhabitants thereof to be drowned? By the way, if you're a Mormon, you've heard the words Zarahemla and Moroni over okay. and over and over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a city called Moronaha. <laughs> then which, there, is, which is Moroni with a ha at the end. The, ha, yeah. Uh, and behold the city of Gilgal. Mm. Uh-huh. There's Gilgal Gardens mm. here in Salt Lake, although <laughs> I think it's a different Gilgal. Okay. Um, and the city of Onaha. Not, not, not Omaha. No, not, not Omaha. <laughs> Onaha. Mutual of Onaha. Uh, and the city of Mokum. <laughs> and the inhabitants thereof. And the city of Jerusalem. Not that Jerusalem. A different Jerusalem. This is, this, is um, this side of the world, Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, and behold the city of Gadiandai. <laughs> okay. And the city of Gadiomna. And the city of Jacob. And the city of Gimgimno. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's just making this shit up <laughs> as he goes along. Uh, I, I like Jacob Bugath. Jacob Bugath. Jacob Yeah, I bet that's how it's said. I really want... I, now, mind you, there, there are places in Utah that have named their small town after, like, <laughs> names of the Bible. <laughs> the I really want there to be some... Or in the Book of Mormon, rather, yeah. And I really want someone to name their town Gim Gimno. Gim Gimno, Gim Gimno, Utah. Gim Gimno, Gim Mokum. Gimno, Gim Gim Gree. Mokum, that's a cute name. Mokum, Mokum, yeah. Utah. I'd go for that. There should be a coffee shop called Mokum. Ooh, <laughs> Mokum's Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> Direct oh. from the land of the Lamanites. And in all of these places, so all of these places were burned or destroyed. Destroyed, right? just, and the inhabitants thereof. Yeah, now, the great cities. Now, mind you, suddenly mm-hmm. there's darkness. There's and then there's there's like nothing, nothing happening. Like, it's quiet. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face or darkness. something. Yeah, yeah. Like, or it, or it's metaphorical dark, darkness in the souls of the people. No, it was literal darkness. Okay. Well, according to the Book of Mormon. Uh, and then suddenly, a voice mm, starts talking. Whose voice? To everybody in the because whole this thing. is unprecedented in the history of the of any sort of right. like. Christian or Jewish, every, anything. Every human being on the planet. Is that it? On the planet? Well, Isn't says, that what we decided? It says on the whole of Earth. Okay, well, that kind of... Kind of the planet. Kind of Every but human being they, on the whole of Mormons Earth... Mormons don't interpret it 
as that. Okay, so whatever your interpretation of the phrase Even it's on a the whole of Earth, translation. Right, right. Yeah, this okay. is this is not this is not a bad translation. This is a perfect translation. This is a perfect translation. From God the gave original, this God gave this uh, direct reformed Egyptian. Right. Oh my god. Uh so whatever your interpretation of <laughs> on the whole of earth, every human being heard a voice talking to him. Yeah. And that voice was the voice of Jesus Christ. The voice of no. Voice of God. No, no, no. Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah. The voice of God proclaims the existence or the extent of the disaster. Wait, where are you? Chapter nine. Look chapter in the heading. look in the chapter headings. In the darkness. Wait. <gasps> we may have different chapter headings. Really? I've got in my chapter headings, in the darkness, the voice of Christ proclaims <gasps> the destruction of many people. Oh, and you've got the voice of God? The voice of God. Uh oh, let's look at our years. What's you what year are you? I don't I don't um, this one's old. I have a mine's sure. eighty one. This one is oh, this one might have white the lights on. Oh yeah. You gotta you gotta um, understand people, this this book has been changed. Well, but you're talking about times. chapter headings. These were not translation true. Like parts of it that were true, translated. true, true. Now there have been actual verses in the Book of Mormon that have been changed. Oh yeah, no, that is, that part is true. Yeah. But usually when they when they talk about changes, they are just to the chapter headings or whatever. Where did you find that? Uh just on the first Page, you may not. It may not tell you yours. Printed in Great Britain. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, makes sense. I, I, my grandparents went to Great Britain at one point. Anyway, mm. anyway, so it is. But mine's more recent, and so we're going to go with it. It is Jesus Christ. The voice of Christ is talking to everybody on the planet. Too bad there's no record of that happening anywhere else. But it does happen here. And uh, and one of the great things that Jesus says, and this makes me so happy that I could die, because I have a new nickname for Jesus. What year do you got? Nineteen seventy-three. Oh, seventy-three. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I bet it is white and delightful. Anyway, uh, so Jesus in chapter ten of Third Nephi says unto the people, "O ye people of the, these great cities which have fallen, who are descendants of Jacob, yea, who are of the house of Israel." Remember, mm-hmm. these are Israelites. Mm-hmm. How oft have I gathered you as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wing and have nourished you? And again, Daily. how oft have I got... Ga- and by the way, this is a thing that will happen a lot in the Book of Mormon that will drive you batty. He says after that, and again, how oft would I have gathered you as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings? Yea, O oh, the house of Israel. Yea, people... Yea, O ye people of the house of Israel who have fallen. Who I have gathered under under my wings. wings And the wings. And though I am not a chicken, I may gather thee as a hen (laughs) gathereth her. Yeah, he he was, Joseph Smith was fishing, obviously. Like he was like, oh, what's coming next? And so, and by the way, if you ever went through the temple of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know repetition. Mm, I didn't go true. through it, but boy, they, they're good at repeating. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I just like, I like the idea of Jesus is the great chicken. <laughs> That's why I wanted, the whole reason I wanted to read that scripture is that Jesus <laughs> is the great chicken of the Mormon church. <laughs> is that the one you were really excited about? Well, that was part of it, yeah. Oh, my God, that's funny. Uh, and, and it, oh, and it says, uh, it, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so yeah, so then Jesus comes. Yeah. He, he, and he ministers to the people and he preaches to them. And yeah. he, um, yeah. Yeah. This, this is a major part of the Book of Mormon that actually 
you know, we were we were talking about this before we started recording. That it it just kind of boggles our mind that we've we've talked we've we've kind of we've talked about the story of the Book of Mormon on the podcast, yeah, and yet it never even occurred to us because to, to mention Jesus the fact Christ, that Jesus was is, actually is in the Book of Mormon, yeah, and that he appeared to the people of the the New World right after he died, right after he died. The first thing he does is head right over. Right after he's resurrected. Yeah. 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 That's a nice. So, yeah, you're right. The first thing he does after he dies is goes up to heaven and does yeah. some puts in some time. Puts some preaching. <laughs> does some preaching. The guy is a worker. Oh my gosh. Total, total he's kind of a little bit of a workaholic. Yeah. Um But what has he been up to lately? That's what I want to know. Where has he been? Where has he been? He was such a hard worker right then around his death. Yeah. And what now? Here's an interesting point that you pointed out because I was about to say, and what had he been doing up until the point of his birth? Because we know that he had been around. Mm-hmm. We know that by Mormons, by Mormon theology, we from, thanks to the Mormons, we know that he had been in heaven. He had created a whole plan before this, mm-hmm. beho- before this whole earthly experiment even happened. Right. He was an activist way back then. Mm-hmm. But between then and his birth, hell was that guy doing? Well, he was the god of the Old Testament. Oh, that's right. He's Jehovah. Oh, that's to the right. He was the god. Yeah. Every time the Old Testament refers to God, that's Jesus. Yeah, according to the Mormons. According to the Mormons. Yeah. And then Adam turns into, like, everybody turns into different people. Well, yeah, because uh, Michael is, is, that Mark, is, is Adam. That, is that the archangel Michael? Yeah, he's Adam. Is Adam. Uh-huh. And then, and, yeah, uh, everybody everybody just sort of morphs. They're transformers. There really aren't that many people in the Bible, <laughs> according to Mormons. No. The theologies are made up of only just a few people. <laughs> they just keep re... They, they recycle. Yeah. Oh, it's important. Yeah. It's a very good thing. Well, but I mean, you think about, like, the whole Mormon thing of, like, taking on new names and taking up these different roles and doing mm. this and standing in for here and oh, doing yeah. proxy this and proxy that. And it like, I mean, it makes a little bit of sense that that they would have a theology that, that the two would would go hand in glove. Right. That you'd have this crazy theology about figures being all these different people, <laughs> if in life you're doing the exact same thing. Right. You know. Oh, so he was. So yeah. So God creates the earth, or maybe Jesus creates the earth. Did Jesus create the earth? Um. Yes. So Jesus creates. So Jesus. So gets his Elohim, plan. who is God the Father. Right. Says to Jehovah, who is Jesus Christ, right. go down, organize the matter. Yeah, that's call right. your efforts, whatever. Right. So it's like go down, separate the light from the day. Yeah, and call your labors or the light from the dark, and call your labors the first day. Yeah, right? this is I'm this is straight from the temple, folks. That's right. Um, and then it's like then then it's like you know create. Yonder is matter unorganized, <laughs> right? And uh, create and then, thou the Big Bang that right. it made. That it made. <laughs> Michael, let us go down and create the Big Bang. We will go down as you have commanded. Yes, Jehovah, let us go down <laughs> and separate the matter from the antimatter. From the antimatter, and we will call our labors the second day. <laughs> and then they go down and they do it, and then. And then it's like, let us report back that we have done this. <laughs> and he's like, yes, we will go back and report. 
Uh, yeah, this is so this like the the whole Mormon tem- something like the that. whole Mormon temper, part, right, temple but... ceremony is like one big game of operator oh where God. where God yeah. says something to Jesus and then Jesus says that thing to Adam who's actually Michael. Oh, and Jesus is actually Jehovah. Right. And uh and then Michael says it back to Jesus and then Jesus says it back to to God. Right. And they just, just keep doing this, this over, back and and over, back and and over and over and over and over. And it just keeps going and they won't change that part of it. No. <laughs> they'll ch- they'll change anything that's like controversial, but if it's boring, yeah. you yeah. get to deal with it. Ugh. Anyway, it's just awful. But but oh, oh, oh. You had a revelation earlier today about about Jesus Christ and the Mormons. And how 600 years before Jesus was born, oh, they yeah. knew what the Christ well, was going to be called. Well, I was sitting reading – well, I wasn't really reading the Book of Mormon. <laughs> was um, scanning. I was scanning the Book of Mormon. And I was in Third Nephi looking at the whole thingy mm-hmm. um, about him coming back. And I was just turning pig- – I was like, well, oh, they're, they're calling him Jesus Christ. This is right before he came down. Okay. So they must have known – that he was Jesus Christ. Somehow they knew that he was Jesus Christ. And then I like I'm turning pages back and I'm like, boy, it says Jesus Christ. When does it say how they figured out that he was Jesus Christ? And I kept going and kept going and I was like, oh shit. And so I like turn all the way back to like second Nephi, which is like five hundred some odd years before, before Jesus Christ. And they're like dropping his name left and right. Hey, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know? And and I was like, oh, that's right. There's some like there's some crazy Mormon statistic thing that they like the, the statistic that Mormons like to throw around about how the Book of Mormon is actually, you know, it mentions Jesus Christ by name at least like two point three times per page or something like that. Right? right? Some weird. And it, and I mean that's not the actual number. I probably could have looked it up, but I didn't. I'm feeling a do your lazy. own damn but work. Anyways, um. And I'm, yeah, I'm just explaining my thought process here yeah. anyways. <clears throat> so, and then I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, holy crap, I never even thought about that. No, I had not. I've never even thought about the fact that that's absolutely fucking absurd. Yeah. Like, beyond all the absurdities that you could point out about this. Like, this is this is like an unravel level. Yeah. Like, it, this should be an unravel level absurdity even for a believing mormon absolutely like it is like in, absolutely in the bible like you can you nobody can knows that the christ stupid. everyone talks about that there's going to be a, a, a messiah yeah but no one knows that his name's jesus yeah what's so fucking special about lehi and nephi and all these folks that they magically that they, just knew that the dude's name was going to be jesus yeah christ and that nobody else in the like why why is that important that they knew that yeah, here here it is. I just literally just opened randomly to page ninety nine in my Book of Mormon, which is Second Nephi chapter twenty five, verse twenty, and it says, uh, uh, "Behold, I say unto you that as these things are true, and as the Lord liveth, there is none other, there is none other name given under heaven save it be this Jesus Christ of which I have spoken, whereby man can be saved." Yeah, we're talking about saving theology, right? Before that, through Jesus Christ, existed. before Jesus Christ even came to the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is unraveling. Yeah. I might not believe in this anymore. <laughs> yeah. My entire theology is falling apart. You need, you need to give up on it, Dan. I you might, need to stop. I might just I in, might the, not in the charade, it. Dan. End it. Amazing. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. So take, take next time you're talking to, you know, the, the jackass Mormon who you just hate at the office, <laughs> ask him about that one. It's it's not gonna mean anything to him. <laughs> it's it means so much to us. And yet that guy is gonna be like, Oh, I guess they just knew about it. God yeah. God just told him. Yeah. Because that's all it takes. <laughs> done and done. Yeah. Hands washed. Why would, why would you question that? Yeah. Because he knows that Joseph Smith was a true prophet. They know. He knows that, that, that who is it right now? Thomas S. Monson. Tommy Monson. Is a true prophet. Yeah. And that he looks and he knows that like a cross between. True. He looks like a cross between Danny DeVito's The Penguin and, uh, and Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I'm serious. That look, is not someone I would want to be following. Look, look him up. Look no, up a picture yeah, of him, totally. and I guarantee you, if you think of those two characters, you'll you'll know what he looks like. <laughs> Even the nose, huh? It's a, it is the nose. Maybe I'll put up a, a, a Photoshop that I made. A little side of, by side, a side by side of him and the penguin. Yeah, you I'll, can do that. I'll throw that up there. Yeah, anyway. do that, Dan. Well, so the place that you'll go to find that fun picture is is, is facebook.com slash TGIA theist. Theist. That's right. TGIA theist. <laughs> God, the ADD kicks in hard sometimes. Yeah. So um, so just find us on Facebook. It's thank God I'm atheist. We, we should talk about we had some uh, some emails oh? that, we, that we should talk about. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah, act like you up. don't know. You know. Bring that up, Dan. Um, we had a oh we had a, a follow up from our friend Sherry that we talked about last week, mm-hmm. uh, who who asked us for some advice on whether or not she should tell her family. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah. she's an atheist. Yeah, and she says she's gonna do it. Good for you, Sherry. Yeah, I we're I we're with you. Mm-hmm. We're here to support you. You let us please let us know. I we'd love to be to hear yeah. the follow ups on that yeah, and, and how it goes and and you know if we can talk you through anything else. <laughs> I don't know that we're really qualified to do that, but we certainly do wish you the best. And, uh, and, and so really good luck with that. Um, we got a really nice l- letter from a, a Janet who lives here in Utah. Yeah. And uh, she was just – I just wanted to shout out to her. She just sounds yeah, delightful. We like you. She just sounds awesome. And you know what? I think, Janet, you do need to make us a Mormon <laughs> dinner. I think you owe us that much at least. <laughs> Yeah, okay. But, you know what? We had two emails that brought up the same issue this week. So I wanted to touch on it. Funeral (laughs) potatoes? Because they are delicious. (sighs) That would be so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no, no. But but Janet admitted that she doesn't make funeral potatoes. That's true. I think she needs to try. (laughs) I think you're not trying hard enough, Janet. (laughs) Come on. Get on the stick here. Uh, All right. Anyway, uh, but but Janet and another another writer, uh, that being uh, a friend that is going to remain anonymous um, entirely, entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them, our anonymous friend wrote to because we gave a shout out on our last podcast to um, atheist service people in the military. Yes, and uh, mm-hmm. and we you know we we're very proud of our of our atheist service people yes. especially. It's yeah. it's it's a particularly difficult place to be when you don't believe in god there's a lot of people preaching at you there's a, it's a gaudy culture and so we still want to hear more about that we, we we did get another email about that but both of these two 
specifically spoke on the fact that they don't want to friend to like us on Facebook mm. because the name because you know if they do then Hell then yeah. it's kind of like coming out on Facebook as atheist and they're yeah. scared of it. Yeah. Totally get that. Yeah. Is there is there a solution for that? No. I guess we just have to I, I don't know. Um I I know that there's like settings that you can change on Facebook like security settings that will limit what other people can see yeah. about you. Yeah. I mean, people might look into that. Yeah, um, look just into that. Your security I don't settings. know if anybody knows a, a workaround so that people can still like us and participate yeah. on Facebook without everybody else but knowing. People, people can still read the page. That's true. Right? You can still read it. You can, you still, can still go to go facebook.com slash TGIA. The problem being that, like, if you do comment on something, then it then that might show up on your feed. I yeah, I'm not sure that it will let you. If oh, you didn't like okay. us. Okay, that may be true too. So, but anyways, I mean, you can still go there and see the stuff that we've posted and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I still um, I still encourage you to 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 do it and just uh face down your detractors. If you want to. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not trying to force anything on anybody. Well, I mean, obviously people know their own situation right. and oh, absolutely. you know, they they're, they're going to do what or or not do the things that they that they feel um but I'm going to I'm going to assume that could, there are thousands. Could be I'm going to assume but, that there are thousands of people who want to like us. Thousands who want to like us. There's that much difficulty for atheists to just to to be publicly possibly, atheist. Possibly on, tens on of thousands of of fans wanting to like us, but just not comfortable with it. So I just want to shout out to all of you guys. I know you're there, and 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 <laughs> hi. I have a feeling. The, anyways, I'm not going to go there. Um, oh, and there's uh, one more that I wanted to talk about. Um, Rich wrote to us and said mm-hmm. that he's been an atheist uh, since he deployed to Iraq in 2004. This is a this is a, an honest to god military uh, yeah. atheist uh, in the foxholes, as it were. And uh, and uh, he, he says it's a long story that he can go into later. He just said that. Um, that yeah he couldn't take the spewing of of religious garbage that was coming out of somebody's mouth yeah yeah i bet it's you know i mean that sucks because that's that's his job uh-huh. right like yeah. how many of us have to go to our like we don't have to go to our job and listen to stupid religious shit right here's some jackass right like that's just... that's bad form in an office or right. wherever your workplace is or at very but... least people can feel free to say please don't talk about that exactly me. yeah but you can't do that in you the military. You can't do that in the military. Because it is so gaudy that our friend Rich hasn't even been able to come out to his to to his his platoon mates or whomever. Right. Because he he feels he would be far too ostracized. That's now remarkable. he says he finds it funny. He finds it amusing. Well, I'm I'm glad he has a good attitude about it because I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. <laughs> he says just about every event has a prayer in it. Jesus Christ. Uh He's uh, he doesn't bow his head. He uses that time to look around, which is what I do. I think that is prayer. awesome. I do by that the way, all the time because the day when that when when you finally like meet eyes with, with someone else who's doing the same thing, <laughs> that would be amazing. You know what? That should that should be our. We should make a T-shirt that says "Eyes Up, Atheists." That's just like <laughs> during a prayer, everyone's eyes should be up and looking for fellow atheists, and then just make that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Make that yeah. connection. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. We're we're in this together, friend. 
But he says, unfortunately, <laughs> he has yet to find someone doing the same. Yeah. Eyes up, atheists. Come on. Anyway, he stands there thinking how bizarre it is that all these people believe in something so silly. Blah, blah, blah. It's just, God, what a difficult position to be put into. Yeah. It's not enough that he has to, like, put his life on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, that these the soldiers are being asked to go out there and put their lives on the line. But then they have to be subjected to a bunch of religiously hogwash. Yeah. yeah. And there's no reason why that can't just be kept to private prayer. And, pray, you know, if a bunch of soldiers want to get together on their own time and pray, great. Sure. Go ahead. But yeah. just don't expect it of everybody. Yeah. It's so rude. It is rude. It's actually rude. It's genuinely rude. And no. also illegal. Except. Pro- probably. Well, who knows? Well, all right, Dan. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We sure do appreciate you coming by. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Yep. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>